Our mill levy is one of the lowest in the state. Our sales tax middle of the road, but some of those mill levy or people that were lowering us on sales tax, their mill levies are way higher on us. So, you know, yes, our valuations are high, but I, I think we do a good job what we do in Hayes. The Hayes City Commission has passed their 2024 budget. Hayes Post reporter Becky Kaiser speaks with City Administrator Toby Doherty along with Mayor Sean Musil about that and more on this episode of the Post Podcast. First of all, I wanted to talk about we finally have our 2024 budget yes. in place. And we had at least uh, we had one person talk uh, during the public hearing mm-hmm. about, you know, is there any way that the city can maybe cut meals? It's easier said than done. It is, you know, and, and, you know, like I said last night behind the scenes, I think many of us commissioners have been talking with city staff and uh, yes, we'd all like to do that. But as our city continues to grow, you know, it takes more to operate. And I think, well, since I've been on, I've been on since 2013, we've had 25 meals and uh, we've kept it the same. There's sometimes, you know, the valuations have been flat, sometimes it's been lower. You know, we've been lucky the last few years. It's, well, I don't know if lucky is a good word, but it's been up. And stuff, and you know, he would like to see us cut it. And I, I get it. We're like I said last night, as a business owner and a resident, I get what he's saying. But everything's going up. Whether it's you know, you're a resident, you're a, you know, um, the city of Hayes, things are going up. I do think we're living within our means, and uh, you know, we pay stuff as cash. And yes. if we cut our meals, we can't pay stuff as cash, and then it ends up costing you more money. But, but I also think going forward, we still need to see if if there's anything we can save in the future. We need to do it, and I think we do. I think we do a good job of that. Toby, you made the comparison last night that the the city of Hayes operates its budget the way all of us should, our own personal budgets, is save until you've got some put away to work on the next purchase. Right. The the governing body has um, essentially two restraints they live in, the sales tax money and the property tax money. And since 2006-ish or so, they really haven't changed the rate of either one. Um, So what we hope is our retail sales grow which means we bring in more sales tax, which means we can afford to, you know, cover the cost of our general fund expenditures that, that increase, you know, our wages and, mm-hmm. and, and employee benefits and things like that. And then we hope that we have enough natural growth in our assessed valuation to cover the, the aspects that the levy covers. Um, because, you know, our, our costs go up just like everybody else's cost. And the governing body's done a, a wonderful job over the past 20 years of living within the constraints of that. There was a lot of things that they would like to do, um, but rather than just going out and borrowing the money, because that's pretty easy to do it, they identify it, they prioritize it, they save the money, and then they pay cash for it. And, um, you know, we were talking out in the lobby, and I, I, I reminded you that there's probably four streets right now that I would I would love to rebuild if I had <laughs> the money for it, um, but, but we don't. Um, so we identify them, we prioritize them. When the money's available, we'll pay cash for it. Um, it's a lot easier than just putting it on the credit card. So I think the governing body's done a great job of living within the constraints of those of those 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 tax rates. And you know, when times were lean, when our sales tax went down, um, the governing body didn't go to the voters and say we need more. Um, we cut accordingly and live within it. And when property tax valuations were flat, we dealt with it. Um, so the the resident that spoke last night was correct. We have had a couple good years, um, but those those couple good years are allowing us to build a police station, a new police station and not have to raise taxes to do it. I want to point out too, and, and for people who may not understand and it's in, it can get quite complicated, but we're talking about the valuations. The city has nothing to do with that. No, we do not. 
No, that's uh, the county county assessor uh, determines that, and I think there's some state uh, formulas they follow. Yep, they do. The other thing that I found interesting, uh, Deputy City Manager Colin Belzer made the presentation to the commissioners last night, and part of what he did was. Uh, comparisons of Hayes to other mm-hmm. major towns in Kansas and we're pretty low or I guess I don't know how you put it but it's the head of the pack of having a low uh, sales tax rate and also what we call Sean a pull rate which is something that you're interested in as a business oh, owner absolutely our pull rate will be third in the state I think right now which I think I think second place was Colby which mm-hmm. you know Colby you know is been known for that also but yeah the pool rate's great i mean it, it's kind of like basically how many people's coming in and how many people's going out and uh, you know ours has constantly increased ever since what 2019 we've been up something like that and the more people coming in the more money they're spending and that's good for everybody because it brings in more sales tax and, you know the key thing what i seen last night is our mill levy is one of the lowest in the state our sales tax middle of the road but some of those mill levy or people that were lowering us on sales tax, their mill levies are way higher on, on us. So, you know, yes, our valuations are high, but I, I think we do a good job what we do in Hayes. And I, I would like to add that our, our assessed valuations are high. That's not a bad thing. No. That, that is a reflection of the overall wealth in your, your economy, mm-hmm. the overall prosperity in your economy. Um, so sure. When I get my assessed valuation, it goes up and my tax bill that I have to write the, the, the check for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do I grumble a little bit? Absolutely. But when I w- want to sell my house, I'm going to be happy. It's at that value. <laughs> exactly. Um, and, and, and so, I mean, I can take you to a lot of places around the United States where property values are very low mm-hmm. and therefore assessed values are very low and you probably wouldn't want to live there. Another thing, major thing that action was taken on last night and uh, approved unanimously, Sean, was the uh, the first step in a long series of steps establishing a TIF district, the tax increment financing district, for a new travel plaza in Hayes. This is very exciting. It is. Well, it's 24-7 or triplet. You know, that's their organization. It's going to grow to the northwest part of Hayes. And, you know, we've had a you know, a truck stop has kind of been going back and forth for quite a few years, but this is going to happen. We know for a fact in the next year and a half, and I think it's going to spur other development. And if you look at what they build across the state, I mean, they're very class, uh, you know, organization. They're, they're very clean uh, stores. And like I said, the only place that's as clean as them is serves in Hayes. And this is just another great place with the new road that's there. I think yes. it's going to bring more, you know, possibly more trucks. And it's got a dog park by the interstate. And if you go out to our dog park now, it's full quite often. A lot of people are traveling with animals. And so, so I, I think it's great. I'm excited for it. And, you know, I was just in the one in Colby recently. I was out visiting some family. Place is clean. It's a beautiful place. And, you know, and that kind of fits here in Hayes. We'll look forward to that. We want to also talk about, uh, I want to give you some time, Toby, to something that you brought up to commissioners that's been in the news recently. People probably have seen it that, uh, on the surface, sounds like uh, great information for people in the state of Kansas. Governor Kelly is wanting uh, support of us to play nice when it comes to water rights around the rattlesnake, the rattlesnake, rattlesnake Creek yes. Basin area. And you uh, were concerned about that because the support of that by the governor has not been extended to us in our pursuit of the R9. Uh, yes, not only that, um, I spoke up in support of a fellow water right owner um, that is trying to exercise their legal, legal right to that water. And if one just reads the comments from the governor or even the comments from Senator Moran, they, they might be led to believe that 
the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service is somehow acting unreasonable by asking for their their water. Um, the Fish and Wildlife Service has a senior water right, and they are being impaired by people with junior water rights. So, to put it bluntly, the, the junior water rights are, are taking the senior water rights water. Mm. And the excuse of those holding the junior water rights of why they want to continue to do it is because we're using it, we're making money off of it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not how Kansas water law works. Uh, Kansas water law, the senior water right holder is entitled to that water um, regardless of what the junior water right holder is doing with the water. So the Fish and Wildlife Service was not unreasonable in their request. In fact, they've been patient because the, the conditions that, that, that cause this impairment have been going on for decades. And the irrigators with junior water rights and the groundwater management district have been promising for decades, we're going to fix the problem. And the problem is they don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, they make empty promises and they don't do anything. So, um, you know, it, it is troubling that one could just at first blush glance at the article, like the, the, the press release that was put up on A's post, um, and just assume that somehow the, the Fish and Wildlife Service is being capricious by asking for their water. They've been very patient. Um, and, and yes, there is some frustration on our part, um, because we did Hayes and Russell, we did cut our water rights to be sustainable. Um, we went beyond what the law requires in order to be sustainable with our water rights to make sure we were doing, um, um, uh, to, to be a good neighbor down there. And the same group of irrigators that won't, won't stop impairing a senior water right are trying to stop us claiming that we didn't go far enough towards sustainability when they won't. They won't cut one drop for sustainability. So it's a very frustrating thing, especially when you have um, very prominent elected officials go on record supporting their unsustainable behavior, but really there's no support for our sustainable behavior. We might mention, too, when back to the budget, we with the R9 Ranch, we have hired two new people to uh, get that program going, and, and we're on the road. Yep. We're in, we're in it to win it.